my friends. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Way podcast with Dusty. Uh, hopefully you are doing well on your journey. Um, there was a recent experience that I had in regards to someone who is out of the country and their experience with the American system of um, food, our approach at food. It, it it was very illuminating to have a conversation. Um the the uh, the folks here in the states uh, I think can relate a lot, but I think this would be very illuminating if you're not in the states. Kind of how we differ versus another country, and how this interaction came about is I was um, I had been doing accountability coaching before Presley came, and um, I had connected with this individual out of the Chicago area. We had been doing accountability coaching, and it was really successful in the sense of we really made some. Uh, headway on, you know, there was a stall that we experienced. There was mental health uh, things that we had discussed. It was an overall really good uh, experience and um, well, there was a real connection there. Well, the, the cool thing is he was actually coming from Florida back up to Chicago, was driving and was going to pass by where I live. And so he had shot me a message, hey, I'm going to be in town. It'd be awesome to get lunch. And that, that's the coolest thing in the world that somebody I would meet through social media would want to uh, come in town and have lunch. And I've had three or four individuals, you know, reach out saying they'd like to meet, but nothing's kind of uh, flourished or came about. So this was kind of the first and it was pretty cool. Um, he actually came and he, he had with him his uh, girlfriend who was from Norway and she actually had some questions for me when we went to lunch about the American system in regards to food and the approach of food. She had shared photos of her town, um, Norway, beautiful. I mean, one of the de destinations that I would love to go to one day is Norway based on what she was sharing and then the locations. It was absolutely beautiful. And it looked like one of those towns that you see in paintings. And so she is from that area and she was sharing that they do have a Burger King there, but it's not a drive-through. And that's pretty much it. And that they're conditioned to eat the food that they prepare at home, go grocery shopping, and go through that system. And she was very surprised at the fact that there are 16, like on the way home from the gym, I mentioned this before, on the way home from the gym, there's about 16 to 17 fast food joints between the gym and my house. And that's about nine minutes away. 16 different fast food joints. And so she was shocked on how much our portions were different, but also how much the ease of not the best food for us uh, is an accessible. So, you know, why do we struggle with weights? Why do we struggle with food? A lot of times we're conditioned to struggle. It's a, and I've said the follow the money term before, but really we've got to think about it. On your way to your next errand, uh, that's 10 minutes away. So within 10 minutes, um, look at how many fast food joints are within 10 minutes of a destination that you go to. If there is a lot, there's no surprise that there's a lot. It's the ease of use. It's the comfort of something quick, a fast food, a fast item. And oftentimes when it comes to something fast and quick, it's, I mean, really, I'm just thinking about this right now. The fast and quick solutions for weight loss aren't sustainable, aren't good for the longevity of this journey. And in the same way, when something is fast and quick, I mean, besides Usain Bolt's for, for the Olympics, I don't think fast and quick is too good for anything. Unless, unless we're, 
I'm sure getting stuff done around the house fast and quick, but I mean, for the most part, I think I could reach this off to many different areas in our life where fast and quick is probably not the best thing. And that's even coming to the food that we, we encounter. Um, you know, a lot of the food that we have on our shelves, a lot of the food that we have in our pantries is highly processed. And the reason it's able to have shelf life is because of the processing or the highly processed item of it. The actual cooking of whole foods, the the uh, operation of the stove and, and chicken and vegetables and, um, you know, cutting up some fruits and, and making sure your, your, your foods are in the best condition and the best possible environment. That's the best way to go in regards to having the best solution for our overall health. Like we can go on a particular diet, but at some point a regulation of food is going to have to happen where you're not just so hyper-focused on food all the time, but it's just a regular everyday thing of things that you have normally in your house. Like my journey coming upon six years later, isn't me hyper-focused on the diet, hyper-focused on the food. It's I'm used to the items that I have in my house. I'm used to the items that I go shopping for. They're in my radar. They're in my peripherals. I can't even say that right. Peripherals. Um, and so I, I, I have them in my house and it's easier for me to eat what I eat, to do what I do because I'm used to it. It's a part of what my system is now. Now our systems before this journey even starts may be fast food, maybe that quick and easy solution. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard because you're going to have to transition from it being a regular thing that you don't go to fast food. Like, I don't know how many times I was a cereal, Taco Bell, Carl's Jr., uh, McDonald's offender. Like, sometimes two or three times a day. And it's rare. Like, I'm extenuating circumstances will mean that I drop over to like a Wendy's uh, for, for something. Like, like a, a bacon cheeseburger. Sometimes I'll do it without the bun just to focus on the protein. But, I mean, a fast food place is very rare. That's just part of my system. And so she was very shocked and it, it takes me back to depending on where you're born, depending on where you live, depending on your uh, upbringing, will really condition you on what your relationship with food is. And that's why it's so important for what I'm doing with Presley, what we're doing, not what I'm doing, my wife's doing all the work to be honest with you. She's, I mean, killing it as a mom. I mean, she, we got this baby Brisa from a friend from uh, work. Uh, to where you can um, steam and mush your uh, vegetables and fruits together. And she puts them in ice cubes. And so everything that Presley has had has been something homemade. And that's not something I grew up. That's not something she grew up, uh, grew up, you know, having. It's something that we know the importance of food. We understand that the essential nutrients that she needs to thrive and to be in the best position possible to be the best version of herself. And so we are positioning ourselves to do that for her. We want to give her the best foods. We want to give the best to her. And so our approach at food now isn't conditioned by what where we live or where we're at, it's conditioned by how we're impacting and what we're doing for her, what we're trying to do for her. And that's super important. Like there's 16, again, fast food joints on the way from here to the gym. You know, when she goes out and starts traveling, she gets a car, she does all that in a long time from now. The time needs to slow down. Things are going too quick. But, you know, I, I, 
I want her to know the value of food. I want her to know the value of nutrients, the value of macronutrients, micronutrients, how it impacts the body. Um, you know, when you're experiencing a stress or emotion, it's not like that we're, we're void of that. It's not that because I get food education, I'm void of stress and emotions. No, they're still there, but my approach to it is really, really important. And her approach to it, our approach to it as a family is gonna be so important. And so she, you know, the, the um, the, the girlfriend of, of the gentleman that, that came to visit, it just really opened my eyes that she grew up in an environment where food was valued at something that you eat at a table that you cook yourself, that you, you put together yourself. And to minimize by just getting something fast, quick, highly processed, um, not the best for you, is almost minimizing yourself. And I mean, this... I don't even know how to go into this larger conversation, but you know, I, I've wanted to talk about in depth on a podcast episode of oftentimes we will introduce food. The value of food is based on the value. Um, I guess I would say this. The value of food is often based on how we value ourselves. If we don't value ourselves too high, we're going to settle for not the highest principles or highest standard in regards to food. So when we're looking at our intake of food, I've got to have the best for me. That's the bottom line. I've got to have the best for me. No negotiation, no settling for anything less, but the best for my body. And so in relation to that, a lot of fast food, a lot of those quick and easy options are not the best for us. They're not positioning us for success. And so when you're looking at creating a meal and you're maybe you're starting your journey, you're in the middle of your journey and you're still incorporating that, that fast and quick, highly processed fast food, think about possible alternatives and transitioning away from that. I didn't go on a diet, get a procedure, do this or do that, and all of a sudden it flip a switch where that stuff isn't available and isn't something that I regularly get into. It's a process. It's a process. Think about your job. This has come really good example. Think about your job. The first day on your job and then years later, you know, say you've been at your job five years, 10 years, however long you've been doing what you've been doing. Think about the first day and think about the day you're at now. How much more do you know? How much more of the process are you aware of? That's exactly what the health and wellness journey is about. The first day isn't going to be, I've got it together. It's not going to be, well, um, I'm flipping a switch. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to figure it out. I figured it out. I'm done. It's not like that at all. It's, okay, I'm going to learn something today. And I'm going to try to hold on to that information. If I need to write it down, I'm going to need to write it down. Think of, you know, you being at a job where you're at a computer. Think about the folders. I use OneNote at work a lot. OneNote's kind of like, oh, it's like my third hand. It's awesome. And it saves all my information. Think about, you know, information that you get at work, writing it down, going back to it, having folders for reference, using that information to continue to build your intelligence of what to do at your job the best. The same thing applies in regards to your health and wellness journey. Every single day, learning a little bit more about the wellness and overall health to be better. And if you need to write it down, that's why I put together journals. That's why I have journals listed on Amazon, uh, because those are opportunities for you to write down what you're possibly experiencing, thinking, going through, whatever the case is, however it could potentially help, I've tried to put something out there on Amazon for it. So utilizing this journey for building of education, 
knowing that we are conditioned, we are in an environment, especially in America, where processed and highly processed and things that are in our foods and fast food is conditioned for us to not live the healthiest life. So if you are not in the healthiest uh, intake or process of food, you, you are possibly conditioned to that because of your environment. I mean, you think about someone who lives in Norway that doesn't have fast food readily available, that walking is the main thing that they're doing, that cooking at home and home-cooked meals gives you less of an opportunity for those highly added sugar processed in, uh, things, which added sugars, highly processed foods, those are all geared and engineered to add to your cravings. And so you're not struggling with cravings because of where you live. It's important to have that perspective because... If you are down and discouraged based on your journey, just know that sometimes the odds are stacked against you and that you're going to have to continue to fight and fight and fight to position yourself to be in the best position for yourself. And if you're surrounded by not the best food and highly processed, it's going to take work. It's going to take work. And if you're in an environment where that's not the case and it's a lot easier for you, please, please, please be very grateful because... I remember in middle school walking by Pizza Hut and that Pizza Hut was a place where they always advertised like these super cheap, like five bucks. Um, It was five bucks for all you can eat pizza. And I'm walking home from middle school. I've got five bucks for that I saved for lunch. I'm going to go to Pizza Hut and have unlimited pizza and breadsticks and everything in between soda. All the, I mean, middle school, the two years I was in middle school, I was going there probably four times a week, unlimited pizza. Why did I struggle with weight? Because of that right there. Five bucks for unlimited pizza. In some countries, that probably just doesn't exist. Maybe back then it didn't exist. Maybe now it does. I don't know. But we possibly, depending on our environment and the area around us, are conditioned for failure. And know that the industry is just trying to simply make money on our failure. They want to make money on your um, addiction to food, on your desire for highly processed and that, that taste, that added sugar taste. They want to make money off of it. They want to profit off of it. And to position ourselves not to let others profit off of our weakness, I mean, that's motivation right there. That is absolute motivation right there. So um, hoping this can encourage you on your journey. Uh, hoping this uh, gives some perspective on the journey. Uh, thank you again for listening to this episode. Thank you again to all the monthly supporters of this podcast. I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Take care.